1: welcome to conspiracy beer me i'm justin scranton i'm shane smith and we are coming at you live yeah from crank arm brewery in raleigh north carolina that's and right. we are here to talk about a brand new covid conspiracy related to the simulation the simulated reality that we are all living in oh okay um, well at least that's the theory yeah okay um, and and uh, as I said, we're here at Crank Arm Brewery. It's a great, great. Probably listen, Raleigh is blessed with a lot of very fine mm-hmm. local breweries. Crank Arm. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, it's my favorite one.
0: Yeah. Also owned by a friend of mine from college, which helps. But uh, they do uh, have a great selection of beers. And uh, what are and we I'm drinking? I'm not saying right that just because they're letting us record live and giving no. us free beer. No, I was here on the first day this place opened. I'm right. here today. I, th- I so wear
1: you know, I I I. This is my brewery. This is where I come mm-hmm. when
0: I want a good beer. Well, you're also a biker too. It's a, bike, yeah, it's, a it's a bike thing. Yeah, that's true. Cycling thing, but no, this um, is a. What is yeah. this beer drinking? It's a it's a road hazard. Ah, it's very tasty.
1: Six point seven percent hazy IPA. Okay. It was their signature IPA. Yeah, they've since made this, uh, kind of like a a special treat you can get oh. in the brewery. Oh, really? And you can get a long, steady distance LSD IPA oh. all around okay. North Carolina well, in this cans.
0: Is, this is delicious. It's I delicious. That, delicious so. beer.
1: If you like delicious beer and you like crazy conspiracies, yeah. why are you not a patron?
0: Yeah, join us on the
1: patronage. We have thousands of people who listen to this podcast every week mm-hmm. who haven't bothered to give us a mere $5 you should a, bother. Bo- just bother. Just bother. Just try one time. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you should bother. If you haven't tried it, try it. So, so make a New Year's resolution. Yeah. I'm going to help out starving artists.
0: You can Manda. do it for a month, and you have a yeah. back catalog of over 70 patron episodes and over 140 regular episodes. So get well, in. Listen,
1: if you're worried about us getting rich, don't worry about me, because I'm rich. terrible with money. If me I make too. more money, I will just... Give it back to the local economy. Right. I would I'm do that as well. Spending
0: whatever comes in. So don't like. Yeah. We're not getting rich. So right. just uh, yeah. join us for the extra yeah. episodes. Holidays
1: are upon us. Mm-hmm. Always a great time of year. Yeah. For Hopefully. And yeah. have family and friends. If you're alone, I'm really sorry. A miserable time Some of year. Some of
0: you chose to be alone. So good for you. Some of them didn't. That's true. That's uh, true.
1: I have a lot of people in my life. I still feel very lonely during the holidays. Oh, me too. My wife and I
0: made a list the other day of people that don't have kids that we can hang out with still.
1: Well, I have kids and they make me (laughs) feel lonely.
0: Yeah, I get it. Um,
1: I get it. No one makes you feel like, like, cause I, you know, my kids are all home from school Yeah, and I'm like, you guys want to do this? You guys want to watch, uh, you guys want to watch Shawshank Redemption? They're like, no, sounds stupid. And you're like.
0: All right. Yep. Well, thanks. Well, glad I birthed you, you yes, son yeah. of a bitch. No offense glad to I, your wife. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they love their mom because yeah. she actually did
1: something. For, yeah, right. Uh, and on that note, we we have, we do have a special treat uh, coming up next week to close oh, yeah. out of the year. If you're a fan of uh, the podcast, fan of people that used to be on the podcast,
0: yeah, wink, wink, not dropping give, hints. Uh, we got a special treat for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh,
1: anything else? Uh,
0: I think that's it. I mean, obviously, you're going to hear this after the holidays. So I hope it was a good one. Again, not too lonely. Hope you oh, got that's what you right. wanted. This is coming out. Yeah. This uh...
1: is, I hope you enjoyed your loneliness. <laughs> you're, you're listening. You made it.
0: <laughs> you did. If you you're did. not, well, hopefully All your credit card's still active is, on our Patreon. To not to die. <laughs> yeah.
1: Are you ready to launch into Let's do our it. conspiracy for this week? Let's do it's, it. A, it's a doozy, and. As uh, many of you know, the holiday seasons are filled with uh, a lot of great films, a lot of movies, Matrix Resurrections yep. coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think when the original Matrix came out, it was a groundbreaking film, mm-hmm. not only for the uh, style, which right. became sort of the...
0: They invented bullet time.
1: Yeah. And they, they, that, that slow motion stop frame kind of yeah. action sequence became commonplace in the Matrix. But But the theme, although... Not a new theme that we are living yeah. in a simulation. That's essentially Plato's uh, allegory of the cave. Oh right, and that that, yeah. that idea has been around forever. But yeah, it was a it was a radical idea. I don't know when that movie came out.
0: Plato's Cave. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, a long time. Ago. A, a long time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, came out in nineteen ninety
1: nine. Ninety nine. Uh, okay, so
0: I was 20, a freshman in college. Twenty two years later. Yeah,
1: and I I think that that
0: the themes of the
1: matrix this notion that whether we are hooked up to some sort of computer simulation but but more so that we are asleep to reality has become part of the zeitgeist mm-hmm. of our culture totally and and recently we've seen how like this red pill idea waking up is what people say take the red pill and that's been co-opted by numerous mm-hmm. groups but what what is emerged uh, recently uh, and it, probably is prompted to some degree by the, the resurfacing of the Matrix movie series, is that uh, while we were quietly transferring the bulk of human wealth to three or four individuals, those individuals were uh, engaged in some pretty sketchy things. Oh, So I don't know. I mean, whatever your thoughts on COVID are, mm-hmm. the pandemic,
0: for it, you're for the no, pandemic. I'm sorry, I'm I mean, I mean, no. I mean,
1: but whatever you think about it, whether you, you think it's a hoax, whether you think it's it, it is, you know, sort of a, a consequence of our actions, whether you think it's just like whatever. What is indisputable mm-hmm. is that it has been the single largest shift of wealth in the history, as we know it, of America. Right. We have transferred a trillion dollars to five individuals. Man, five individuals like I- unless you think wealth is created which maybe we should think that now that like every day there's a new fucking <laughs> right nft coin yeah, yeah something that's like hey this new thing is worth a million dollars a piece now and you're like where did that come from yeah
0: so it's just based on value so, i'm gonna start uh seashells i'm bringing seashells back
1: don't sell them by the seashore
0: <laughs> no because they're <laughs> very very prevalent uh, yeah
1: who's who is that joke oh that's uh Trent.
0: Oh yeah, Trent bowls trent bowls local, local. Great, <laughs> clearly didn't understand supply
1: and demand. A friend of the pod, uh yeah. he's never heard it, but I'm sure he would love it. <laughs> uh, sure he would. He's a good guy. He is a good dude. Um but we we gave them a lot of money. A lot of money. Yeah. And what is uh terrifying about that? Not only that we transferred so much wealth to a small number of people, but it's what they've been doing in the background. Oh, okay. during the pandemic. That to me is the real story. So let's take. um, Okay,
0: let's hear what they've been doing.
1: uh, Elon Musk. Uh Uh, Elon Musk owns a company named Mm NeuroLink. And the name implies that you could neurologically link the brain Mm -hmm. wirelessly to communicate with machines. Yeah. Now we've talked about this. Yeah. We've talked about it in regards to DARPA that's trying to do this exact thing. Well, they had a big breakthrough in April of this year. Um, and they allowed uh uh what is that? A mac a maca a macaque monkey? Oh, macaque. A macaque. Yeah. I don't think it's pronounced macaque. <laughs> you don't think? That just sounds like, Hey, you wanna see macaque? Yeah, yeah, right. No, that's not can. <laughs> right. I thought it was like uh okay, that kind of monkey. Okay, yeah. That monkey was able to play uh,
0: Pong. Oh, right.
1: The game Pong, which I know any of our listeners younger than me probably have never seen Pong or never right. played it. But uh, Pong, it was the first video game, and this monkey could play it hands-free. No joystick, just with a neural link in its brain. Nice. Now, classic Elon Musk. He's a much better uh, publicist than he is scientist. because. Mm. Quickly, scientists came out and said, this isn't new technology, so to speak. We've been using Neuralink's in monkey
0: brains oh, yeah. for you can look 20 at, years. Yeah, you can look at those horrible videos they have on YouTube of like monkeys with computer chips strapped into their brains. And you're just like, this yeah. is the worst.
1: Well, they've been using them to control computer cursors and all these things. Now, if you're thinking in a light most favorable to Elon Musk, it's like, and he says, this is for... People with mobility and disability issues that yeah. need to control a wheelchair but don't have functioning limbs, we can allow them to sort of just mm-hmm. move around. But I mean, but. if you can create a neuralink, yeah, which allows your brain to communicate, why? Wi- and that was the big deal here. This is the first time they've had it where it's wired. Uh-huh. This is the first wireless communication from a monkey's brain mm-hmm. to a machine,
0: right? So, monkeys and machines, man, are going to take over. And this is um and this is something we talked about in the last episode a bit. They have like the ability to use your brain waves to control electronics without implants already. So, I guess the implants are much stronger uh versions of this. Is it
1: just a is it just like a like a
0: boosting signal or something? I think it just reads your your brain waves and then you just try to focus it. We talked about, uh, was it the last episode? I think, yeah. I think, I think yeah. we did. Yeah. yeah. We did. Um, it's pretty interesting. Um, but yeah, the fact that they can do this and also, I don't know if you're going to be talking about this, but recently they just created uh, human brain cells in a Petri dish and it played pong. Just, the, just the brain cells. Bullshit. No, I, I think I sent you the article. You don't read my texts,
1: but what? Did, uh...
0: Yeah. I don't know how they did it.
1: No, how can a human, how can, well, what's a brain
0: cell then? It's just, I mean, what is our brain cell? I mean, we're just brain cells. Well,
1: well but yeah, that's my, my question. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, I gotta look this up. Does a brain cell have all the, the thought and emotion and reasoning capabilities that my brain has learned?
0: Uh, and, I don't, I think and I say so.
1: that, and I don't know how that stuff learns. I don't know.
0: I don't know. It says human brain cells in a dish were taught to play Pong faster than an A.I.,
1: well, what the fuck does that
0: even mean? That's what I'm saying. How fast can a computer go?
1: That's real well, a fast. A Computer can go very fast. Yeah, you
0: ever seen a computer <laughs> run a marathon?
1: Speedy. Uh, <laughs> well, the, the the Musk wants these brain cells to interact with artificial intelligence. Good. Which that seems <laughs> good. <laughs> yeah. Let's get this over with quick. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's... I mean that it, it. If artificial intelligence is stumbling block is the ability to feel emotions Mm -hmm. right this is this is you know we've talked about this before but before um when computers were first battling humans in chess what what humans figured out is that computers couldn't recognize a sacrifice
0: meaning oh because it's an illogical move. The
1: score's too high in their algorithm, so they'll always take that, mm. not realizing that it completely jeopardizes. And eventually, oh, okay, they taught computers to think around that problem. Okay, and in in, in in other words, humans' brains possess a certain amount of of emotional judgment mm. that is unparalleled, unthought of in any kind of artificial intelligence system. Right. Like, I mean, a mother running into a fire to save her child, like, it can't be done, but a mother will not only do it, but like, right. she'll survive it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. let the car off. like. And I think if you can add in that human element and commingle it with artificial intelligence, mm-hmm. you get something that is next-worldly. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which... This- Remember, the whole theme of this is, are we living in a simulation Mm -hmm. a la The Matrix? And the fact that Elon Musk has been mucking around in this space, Mm -hmm. that's a little terrifying to me.
0: Yeah, you should. You know, I only want poor people trying to control artificial intelligence and pigs.
2: Well,
1: (laughs) if a year from now, fuck it, six months from now, yeah people are like yeah it turns out Elon Musk was an evil guy is anyone going to be like oh, oh thought he was great i had like, no, no idea no, no, jeff he,
0: bezos is a piece of shit what are you talking yeah, about I mean, elon
1: musk is quintessential like bond villain yeah. type guy yeah. right like
0: he's just inventing the fun stuff to fuck with the rest of us
1: yeah he's the antichrist if ever there was like a textbook antichrist yeah. it's this like okay well zuckerberg uh another one of the five uh billionaires mm-hmm. who we gave a trillion dollars to he of course uh unveiled the metaverse which if you're not familiar with the metaverse you really should look into it because it is openly a matrix type yeah it is a digital reality where you are seen and projected by a digital self image Mm -hmm. you walk around with glasses on that project your image and receive the projected world and it means that, like, you know, Shane and I were recording this at uh, Crank Arm Brewery. It's a it's a ten by fifteen foot room. Yeah. But if we were sitting here with a group of people, we might be sitting on a like a deck of a cruise ship in the Caribbean, and yeah. you would not be
0: able to tell the difference no my hair would be blown in the wind yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah
1: yeah i mean it it, it it would look like hey let's go hang out on on going on a cruise and you right. would go yeah. down and, and the the people sitting here with us which there's nobody there might be just you know uh dave chappelle and bill right. burr and uh, mm-hmm. probably some other people yeah some of our other closest friends clearly yeah so like i mean this is the this is the metaverse that he wants to create that allows people to move seamlessly with between digital worlds, mm-hmm. which that's explicitly a matrix of sorts.
0: It is, it is. And that, that uh, of course, was started with you know the Oculus headset and Facebook bought Oculus, and now it's, you know, um, Facebook has continued to evolve that technology, so they are coming out with better and better headsets for that reality that they're creating. Mm-hmm. Um, but just with the current technology in terms of VR, it's pretty insane. But the fact that you can take that now and just put it in a pair of glasses Within the next five six years, um, you just put them on and you're in a different world. It is Ready Player One. It's it's this Matrix. It's this reality that is pretty awesome, but also the consequences of this are pretty terrifying.
1: Yeah. What percentage of people? I mean, if if you if you have a, a metaverse like Zuckerberg has designed, and and one of the points that I'm really jumping ahead here is that. Um, we're going to talk about a book called the the Simulation Hypothesis, where right? Rizwan who was an MIT computer scientist, mm-hmm. and he wrote this book in 2016 after playing a game of virtual reality ping pong. Oh, okay. The, the game Pong becomes an important sort of like frame for the entire right. book because when he played it, it was so realistic. Mm-hmm that he set the paddle down on the ping pong table when he was done and broke the controller in his hand because he had lost track of the fact that he was in a virtual
0: reality. Yeah. I've seen videos of people online that put, they go to lean on the table and then they fall they forward. Fall and people smash the f- people, their faces. Yes. He
1: fell as well. Like, yeah. He just forgot that like, and, and you know, every, there's so many stories now about people in a virtual you know, Oculus or some world mm. where they're just like I just forgot. Yeah, it seemed so real to me.
0: Yeah, there's a game called Richie's Plank Experience where you just walk out on a plank on a high rise, and it's like people are scared of heights or terrified. Uh, but you see so many people online where right. they jump to prove how smart and uh, not scared they are, and they'll just smash their face into the TV. Oh, hilarious! Hilarious! I love
1: it. It's so good. Well, yeah. And and think about this: is that um one of his points is that. Forty years ago, Pong was the first video game. Mm-hmm. So we've gone from Pong, which by the way, it's a shitty video game. Yeah. Like I mean it, it was great back then, but but you're basically moving a bunch of pixels right. <laughs> to bounce a ball to it's like another game
0: brick a with brick. another player. Yeah, it's that's all it is. Yeah.
1: And so he, he he's saying in forty years we've gone from that to a game of ping pong that is so lifelike that someone like me, a computer scientist at MIT can be fooled enough to where I'll set the, the controller down. People fall.
0: Like, they, people yeah. experience what
1: seems real to them in a virtual world.
0: Yeah. My favorite part about this is uh, I'm bad at tennis regularly, ping pong regularly, and ping pong in the virtual world. So it's like my faults That's carry through to the, the virtual the, the, world. The real, real world. It is the real, real. World. Yeah.
1: Well, then imagine a, a virtual world 40 years from now.
0: Right. Right. Or you can fly, but you're still an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't change who yeah. you are at right, your core. Right. You may I have could, superpowers, but you're I still can go a to jerk. I
1: bar full of hot women, yeah. but they still all reject me. Right. Like, yeah. It's yeah, just like again. real life. Man, my life's <laughs> gotten so much better. <laughs> yeah. I don't have to leave home to get rejected. Um, yeah. that That's that's uh, one of Virk's point is that like, you know, it, it, if we're moving at such a rapid pace, and it has moved really, really rapidly. Yeah. Right? I mean, my son, uh, some of you guys know, I have a, a 15-year-old son, and I've watched video games in his lifetime. The most recent reiter- reiterations, like, he plays an NB- a version of NBA, mm. NBA 2K or whatever the yeah, latest yeah. one is. Like, I can watch him play NBA and it's about as entertaining as the right. actual NBA yeah I mean they look like themselves yeah. they they you know they just it's just like oh that's cool yeah if you can make dream teams and play and yeah even if it's just the computer play the computer it's still it's worth watching a, yeah it's like yeah. yeah this is pretty cool yeah that, that was sick that was awesome my
0: dad saw me playing Red Dead Redemption and when it first came out he goes oh what movie are you watching hmm and I was like, right. you dumb idiot. Right. It's and, a video and, game. But I was like, it looks pretty good. I mean, yeah. if, if you didn't know, you'd be like,
1: oh, what, yeah, what is this? Right. And, and once these, these video game, these, I mean, think about Fortnite. Yeah. Fortnite is a virtual world that at any given time probably has three and a half to four million people inside of that world with yeah. a digital image of themselves willingly. Mm-hmm. They are voluntarily entered into a matrix-like reality that will only get more and more and more lifelike.
0: Right. Well, that one I I think Fortnite on purpose has a style that is not realistic. It, which it, thankfully your your digital image
1: is not lifelike, but some of the background stuff. Yeah. I mean, just the the design of it. I mean, like the it's not as lifelike as some of the
0: other first right. Person, yeah, it's, it's obviously stylized, but um, it was interesting how I think. Certain generations, regardless of how things look, start to rebel. When we did that Comic Con, uh, and people you yeah, that Fortnite joke, you mentioned Fortnite, and people booed. Groaned. Yeah, they're like, oh, boo, boo, <laughs> boo yeah, this yeah. game, right? Uh So I mean, there are. It was just interesting because I thought everyone loved that game, but no, no, apparently. it's it's
1: it, it's coming back. Oh, is it the newer version? Apparently, is is pretty cool. But to to, to the point, you know, Zuckerberg. If you've seen the Metaverse, you're like, this fucking sucks. Yeah. It looks terrible, but. Yeah. But again, give it give it time, yeah, and give it a bit of open source opportunity where people can like, oh, I can plug this thing I built into yeah, the doing a bunch of mods, and you're just like, oh, look, yeah. here's like, I've created this virtual bar that you can come to with right. your metaverse, and it's it's cover charge only, so you got to pay me to get in. But when you get in here, there's like, it's not just like, you know uh, computer generated players. It's like, you're actually hanging out with Mick Jagger or whoever, whoever. some
0: guy just paid $400,000 to buy the house next to Snoop Dogg in a game, NFT game called sandbox.
1: Right. This is what I'm talking about where you're just like, yeah, I've got this bar that real genuine human beings come and play in this universe. And Mm -hmm. you could go to this bar and hang out. It's the coolest bar. And you can, you can get drinks, and you can listen to live music from a real band that's playing somewhere and all this kind of stuff. And it's yeah. just like real comedians and it's just like a natural. I mean, and, and and again, you know, if you have a bar like that in, let's say, New York City, mm-hmm. what's, your, what's your reach there? I mean, 20 million people live right. in New York, but really maybe only like 2 or 3 million are ever going to really. Right. If you have 5 billion people. Yeah. What's the cover charge to come in and hang out at a bar where like you just mixing it up with celebrities
0: yeah yeah people In pay a lot
1: right right so so you're gonna have people creating and plugging into the metaverse more and more of these digital kind of play spaces. yeah
0: i'm right. gonna keep going to places and they're gonna be like uh there's a cover charge i'm like to hang out with you yeah <laughs> this is what my life is like normally <laughs> no thank you but somebody's gonna create
1: some kind of digital metaverse only fans combo where you like yeah
0: I mean there's already VR porn which is huge so it's only a matter of time before you know you're strapped what in what
1: hooks up to your what hooks up to your your genitals though is it like a
0: uh, they I think they sell like devices I don't know I've never stuck anything on my junk um, but I know they sell You've I mean
1: never stuck anything on your junk no. no
0: no not a lady consenting lady
1: but I mean obviously like a
0: hand oh yeah yeah but I've never used any objects I don't pay for any, any yeah. special accoutrements?
1: Uh, yeah, I don't I don't know that I have either. I, I can I, I
0: can do it without I can do it with just my imagination. Why am I gonna pay for it? By the way, crank arm road hazard, hazy great IPA,
1: great mm-hmm. beer. Um wish my glass was twelve I know. more ounces. I know,
0: now we gotta go get more. Um
1: so uh back to the uh the billionaires who we gave
0: money to. So that's right. the
1: metaverse. I think the metaverse is going to be not my future, but my kid's future. For oh, sure. they're already in it. Yeah.
0: It's ready player one. It's happening. Yeah. You can't I stop fight.
1: When I pull my kids out of their metaverse, mm-hmm. they're mad. They're mad. They're like, ah. Oh. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I don't have to do dishes in the metaverse. I'm like, yeah, right. there's no fucking food in there. <laughs> right. Yeah. You okay? got to eat. And I'm paying for your yeah. food. Now, the last two billionaires, Bill Gates and uh, Jeff Bezos. Mm-hmm. You're going to think I'm making this up because it sounds like a Simpson episode okay. because it was a Simpson's episode. Yeah. Okay. Both Bill Gates and Jeff Bezos have subsidiaries. I mean, companies they're highly invested in like controlling interest in companies Mm. that are running tests to understand what would happen if they block out the sun.
0: Oh, like if it's too
1: hot. No, just like if we can funsies. Well, okay. The, in the, in the Simpsons episode, Mm -hmm. um, Mr Burns blocked out the sun because it competed with his nuclear energy. Plan. Oh, right, right. Mm-hmm. They are wondering like can we really block out the sun to control global warming? At least that's what they say. Okay. Okay. People who believe in this theory that uh the COVID was sort of a dry run for a new matrix build. They're like, "Well, yeah, part of what part of the matrix story is that they scorched the sky." Right preventing solar energy from being a viable power source for the robots. And then therefore they had to use, you know, human human power, right? Uh, Spoiler alert. Um, But in in my case, what I'm saying is like the fact that you have Musk researching neuro interfaces allow us to communicate directly with robots and artificial intelligence, Zuckerberg creating a metaverse, which has just incredible potential to grow into a real world that, that people not, are not enslaved to they willingly walk into and say i'd right. rather live here than anywhere else and then you have these other guys that are like yeah let's just muck around with a single source of energy for all of humanity yeah has led to this idea that what's been going on during COVID is a dry run into mm. a into a forced or voluntary matrix-like situation okay
0: this episode of Conspiracy Beer Me is brought to you by our favorite producers of ball trimmers, Manscaped. The global leaders in below-the-waist grooming are leaving 2021 with a new product. Clean yourself for the new year with their ultra-premium body wash. Also, special offer alert, use the code CBM20 for 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com. Four million men already trust Manscaped, us included, so join us. 2022 is on its way, and the last thing you want to be is the guy with pubes getting in your way of making your year the best yet. 2021 sucked, and that's why Manscaped is making a splash and upping your grooming game. Their signature lawnmower, 4.0, is here to take down every pube in its path. Manscaped engineered the ultimate groin and body trimmer by focusing on intelligent functionality and incredibly comfortable grooming experience. Their fourth-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents, and thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology, it's even waterproof. I'm all in on confidence and smelling good this new year, so join me at Manscaped. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code CBM20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use CBM20. Happy New Year to your balls.
1: When I heard this theory... It took me to the 2019 book, which I referenced the simulation hypothesis. And it's um it's a really, really challenging book. Um and the most fascinating thing about it to me is that, and he makes this, he sort of makes this argument in a much more scientific way, that like, look, we are rapidly reaching what he calls a simulation point. Mm-hmm. And that is the point where, like, simulation is possible,
0: Right. Where you can't tell the difference between deep fakes. You can't tell the difference between video games and real life. Absolutely correct. Yeah.
1: Right. And when I look at what happened during the pandemic, and I think, if you told America that you can stay at home, you wake up, you put these glasses on, or not, Maybe maybe you have lenses on your eyes at this point. Maybe maybe brighter implants. But you don't have to plug in. It's just you just have this box in your house, and when you wake up, you go online. Yep. And you live in a world that, and the food that you need is delivered to your house when you need it, and we know when. And you just yep. have to walk on your doorstep and pick up a box, and then you eat that, and it's sustainable, and everything that you need is just right there. Yeah. I mean remember that when we talked about this where uh Jeff Bezos um I don't remember how we got into it but uh essentially like all your devices connected to a Wi-Fi router.
0: Oh yeah, the Amazon kind of, mesh network, the mesh network yeah. that
1: basically allowed them to sort of monitor. Mm-hmm. I mean that's the same basic thing. Right. We're, we're yeah. just like hey Shane's in the metaverse and he's agitated because he's out of alcohol. Let's airdrop air drop alcohol into him. Yeah. Like it's there before you ever. And have it's free because it's the free. money
0: you spend in the metaverse is cheaper than right. them. Right. Right. And, like.
1: And, and, yeah. and however they monetize people in the metaverse is still to be determined, mm-hmm. but
0: there's probably a way to do it. Yeah. Right? They could feed us house us, Right. Keep us uh, drunk or whatever you want for free for us right because really what they want is our data and our bi- biometrics and they can get all that because it helps them sell other products. Correct. They could, I mean, it would be in a sense, socialism from a company, a corporation, corporate, is, corporate socialism. Is that a thing? I don't know anything about. No, that's, politics. that's
1: right. I mean, it's, it's a, it is us, you know, handing over power to a a non-government entity in Mm -hmm. such a way that they are essentially the ruling body. Right. Where, I mean, if 100 million people live in this metaverse and are fed and clothed, I mean, that's why I said, there were all these stories coming out where, you know, Amazon was driving down roads to deliver packages and the roads would be, you know, bumpy Mm -hmm. or have potholes. Yeah. And Amazon would repave the roads. And and uh free market uh businessmen were like, see, this is what we're talking about. Right. Yeah, they're making it. The corporation it better. says it's more cost efficient for us to pave the road because it's damaging our trucks and right. we gotta drive down this road. And we're like, that's what how that's how the world mm. should work. And I'm like, wait a second, <laughs> right. Once the corporations start paving our roads Mm -hmm. or building our schools, then they own our roads and they own our schools. And they own
0: us. We're beholden Um, to them.
1: Exactly. Now,
0: now they are essentially the 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 great provider. It's almost like we're politicians all of a sudden. Well, (laughs) we're kicking some truth on this episode. I'll tell you that.
1: Yeah, the the we are at what Vert calls the simulation point. Mm. We are at a precipice where forty years ago we had you know this bulky game Pong, Mm -hmm. which, by the way, was still fucking addictive. I don't know if you played Pong, even early video. Shane and I just left another bar. Yeah. And the proprietor there was playing what? Super Mario World. Super Mario World. And she... I said goodbye to her. I've known her for 20 years, and she didn't even respond. And (laughs) She was was sucked in. I mean, she doesn't even need a fan. To be fair,
0: you can't look left or right when you're playing that game. She was in a hard level. She had just gone underground where she was riding the lava thing, whatever. It's a whole yeah, thing. Yeah, but
1: that's like a 60-year-old woman locked into yeah. a
0: 1990 video game. True.
1: It True. won't take a lot to lock most people in. Right.
0: I mean, it does. Just look at our phones. They've already locked us in. Uh, here's the here's the last wrinkle
1: that uh, Rizwan Virk talks about in The Simulation Hypothesis, which I find to be the most fascinating, um, which is if we're on the verge of a
2: simulation,
1: so in this conspiracy theory that's out there that the, the pandemic was essentially, can we get people through, through a virus, yeah. real or not, imagined right. or dangerous or not dangerous? What, can we get them to essentially retreat to their homes and then into a virtual world. If this was an exercise in, in, in sort of seeing where we stand with that. Yeah. And, and, and Virk's point is, answer is yes, Yeah. and we are very close to being able to program them into a virtual metaverse or whatever you wanna call it that's run by these incredibly wealthy, soon to be trillionaires who wanna move production off planet to satellite bases and yeah. control the world if that's true, if we are ever at a simulation point, mm-hmm. the paradox is is that we are already living, right, in a simulation. Yeah,
0: if we've been if we've gotten to it now, we're already there.
1: We're already there. Right. Elon Musk said the probability that we're living in what he called base reality. So base reality is if you've seen the original Matrix movie, that's the you know the desert of the real. Right, and he's like this actual reality looks like this. Yeah, and if you follow the Matrix movies, you know that the Matrix is just sort of like constantly a new reality. Like yeah, we destroy a Matrix, a new one's reborn. Mm-hmm. If if this theory is correct, then what you and I and everyone that's listening and in in the world thinks of is like reality, mm-hmm. which is that like ten thousand ish years ago. Humans came onto this planet, and we evolved at an extremely rapid rate to form mm-hmm. these primitive yet advanced cultures that eventually spread and created what what we know as Western, you know, Greco-Roman history and yeah. the, the arc of humanity as we know it mm-hmm. civilization. That was right. PlayStation 4 technology. We're just about right. to go into PlayStation 5 mode. Yeah. Yeah. Like we've evolved to this and we're gonna reset. And when you come out on the other side, you're like, like I've been here before, but yeah. now I have a loincloth on. Yeah. And I'm hunting. So new I world. mean,
0: these graphics are awesome.
1: Yeah. I mean, right? Yeah. Which now that you say that makes a little sense that if you're going to reset the matrix, most people get wiped out. Mm-hmm. You know, in the Matrix movie you, you collect a handful of people, but those yep. handful of people come out and they're in a they're in a world that's vastly different than what we think of. Yeah. Primitive, so it's very disorienting, and they're like, This doesn't seem real, but that fucking giant elephant dinosaur is trying to kill me. So right. I'm just gonna try to survive. Yeah. And we evolve from there. Yeah. Like, once we reach a simulation, then simulation becomes the, the point to create more and more and more simulations. And so that's where you get back to Musk's point, which is the chances of us living in base reality are one in a billion.
0: Yeah, it's not a good chance.
1: It's very, 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 very unlikely that we're living in base reality. We're living in some iteration of a simulation that started billions of years ago. Well,
0: here's a question. If we're in a simulation, are you and I real? Or are we well, simulated?
1: Well, yes.
0: How I mean, do we know that?
1: Well, no, well, How do we
0: know we're not a simulation talking to itself?
1: Well, that's the, that is the quintessential philosophical problem with Plato's cave, mm-hmm. the allegory of the cave, and the matrix, which is, if I'm chained in a cave looking at shadows of myself, mm-hmm. thinking that's reality, and then I'm dragged painfully from the cave, and I see for the first time, I'm like, oh, that wasn't real. No. What you saw in the cave was absolutely real. It only became not real until you were dragged out of the cave. Yeah. Oh. Up until Neo leaves... His reality is real. Yeah, Once when he gets to the deck of the Nebuchadnezzar, and he's like, welcome to the real world. I mean, this is where Cypher... Yeah, and the matrix is is like yeah, it's, it was better back there. Like this, this, this is real because I experience real emotions. I have mm-hmm. people that I consider real. Now maybe it is all a fabrication, and there's apps. Someone might say, you know, you're just you're playing a video game. You don't even realize it right, right. now, right? It's mm-hmm. like the kid crushing it at Dance Dance Revolution, the arcade, with a crowd of people cheering for him. Yeah, and you're like, when you leave here, dude, you're just a random, yeah, fourteen-year-old who's got no friends. Maybe so, but while you're in the game, it's real. Yeah, yes, yeah. it's, it's real because we're here, and we can we can experience whatever we experience. That's real and valid. Okay. Now, I think there's a fundamental question for every person that is the red and blue pill. Question of like, if you could take a pill and you could Mm. see reality, would you want to, or would you rather just stay and never, never land? That's a different question, right? But while you're in there, before you make those choices, I think whatever your experience is is valid and real.
0: Okay. Yeah, I guess that makes sense.
1: The alternative, by the way, is
0: is insanity.
2: Right. Um.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think that once you know or can see. Reality for what it truly is. And, and again, that's just speculation, but I think that you would probably... It'd be hard to handle, for sure, unless you had someone there with you. Um, I mean,
1: do you think that... Let me, let me put it to you this way.
0: My son, he's got a real
1: life. He's got a, a girlfriend in real life. He's got friends and goes to school and all this stuff. But when he goes in his room and his whole world... What he sees and hears and feels is all about this virtual world that he's in. Is that not real?
0: Right. Well, I mean, mean, it's. The
1: feelings are real. Yeah. The friendships are real. He's got some of his best friends are people he's never seen in real life at this
0: point. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Reality is what you bring to it or what you make it with your connections you make. Right. So reality is not this physical place you exist in. It's the connections and the people that are in that place. I mean, think about experiences.
1: how many people that you and I know who met their significant other for long periods of time in a dating app Yeah, slash like non-physical meet. Right. I know a lot of people like that. Yeah. There are people that never met in real life till they had already sort of been in a long-term relationship. Yeah. It's hard for me to invalidate those. It's not real experience because right. people have real feelings and emotions yeah. and thoughts and beliefs based upon those those virtual right. metaverse worlds. Hmm. Should I know people that have a digital self, an image on social media, that does not align at all with their real world self? Right. But people think of them, their reputation, all this stuff. I bet they would say that world's more. That's really me, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, the, I mean, all of this is uh, sort of to bring back to the um, the conspiracy part is that I'm I am I am concerned, like anyone should be, I think, about the transfer of wealth mm-hmm. over the past couple years. Right. It is startling. And the question becomes, well, what are you doing with that money? Mm. And what does not seem to be happening with this transfer of, tr- of trillion dollars it- is it doesn't seem to be being used for at least ostensibly for the betterment of the people who handed right. it over. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like it seems to be like Jeff Bezos is probably the best. I know what people need and I will... I will take this money and give you what you need, which is colonies on Mars and the moon and off planet industrialization and Bill Gates. I know how to cure the, I know how to cure global population. I will, I am a God. Mm -hmm. Like we have created in my mind, these gods. Um, yeah. Terrifyingly enough, we have created them and we've given them the rights to sort of govern over us. And that, that worries me, especially when you say, "Like, I think if you ran an artificial intelligence program and said, what do most people want? They want to be lazy, yeah. be beautiful, not work, totally. and do a lot of drugs. And they're like, well, we can do all of that in a simulated universe.
0: Absolutely. What's interesting, too, is that when people, this goes back to kind of the UFO, UAP thing that's going on, people have said that these things are not gods by like our uh, estimation of who God is or what God is, but they're little little G-gods, as in these are people that just have more power than us, Mm. and whether the stories about them are true, but they are in a position to where they control things. Now, think about 100 years from now, and Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos and all these people are just lore. It's just lore. These are just people that had so much power. They've risen to the place to where they're, they're part of the zeitgeist in terms of, oh, someone wrote, uh, you know, what's equivalent to Greek mythology about these people and, like, their money still lives out there and someone right. still controls their business. Right, right. But they're right. little gods in the background that control our life and we have no clue well, at I all. I mean, how, how certain
1: are we, and I'm asking this question Literally, mm-hmm. not figuratively. Right. How certain are we that these four men, Bill Gates, Zuckerberg, uh, uh, Elon Musk, Elon and Musk. Jeff Bezos, yeah. how certain are we that they're going to die?
0: Right, we're not. We're not. I Especially wouldn't... based on how things are going. Why do you think they're creating a neural link? Why are they looking for brain computer interfaces? Right.
1: I mean, if, if there are experiments right now to download your brain into an artificial intelligence receptacle that thinks like you do. Yeah. Why is it, why is it that life as we know it has to end for any of these people? Yeah. We've never had people with the technological and financial resources to preserve themselves on indefinitely. Right. As we define life. We're getting close with them. And, and, and so like, if we have people that are like, well, yeah, they, they, he can't die. Well, we'll kill him. Well, you can't kill him. No, because if you kill him, he just respawns at another one of like. You have to kill off every single part, like every single computer that right. Musk's own owns the entirety of his digital self.
0: Yeah, so
1: you can't kill him off. Then he's become immortal.
0: Oh, Elon Musk lives on the blockchain. What? Uh, yeah, no, that's it's it's sort of right. It is. Yeah. And so what do you have to
1: do? You have to do exactly what the Matrix plan, which you have to shut down the whole entire system, which just reboots it, creates another digital reality. And then we start the system over again, which is probably what the simulation all is. Right. These guys probably end up being the terror, the overlord, overbearing rulers that we have to overthrow. We're probably the guys to do it. I'm probably the one. I'm (laughs) probably the fucking champion. I'll go back in the Matrix. I want to be a fucking full-blown ninja assassin. Oh, yeah, you could. Um, That's my final thought. In the next Matrix, you reload (laughs) that up. I want to be a ninja-level assassin that's tormented by his past. I probably did some awful things in a in, oh, yeah. a, in a war we shouldn't have been in. And I <laughs> yeah, came you, back. I'm this, trying to get out of it. This is I'm basically to, Hawkeye. This is the plot I'm, of Hawkeye. I'm going to make up for some stuff I've done. Yep. I hang out at a bar too much. Mm-hmm. You right.
0: want an 80s movie. You want to live in 80s movie? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what you want. Yeah, yeah. Which you can. I mean, might as well. All All right. Right. That's my final thought. All right, my final thought is, yes, this uh, simulation is 100% probable, possible, I think. Enjoy it while you can. I believe in asking the universe for things and having them work out. But again, is that just hmm. you vocalizing to the simulation, and it's just listening to a program, or like is sure. it a is it an input into the simulation? Yeah, it's a search bar. Because yeah, it, it basically is if you think about it. For as much synchronicity and things in the world that work out. No. The way you just ask for it and it comes true, or it works out. Yeah. How is that not Google. Google for the universe? That's all it is. Yeah, it is one hundred percent.
1: Right, and that's what I'm saying is that that
0: use it to your advantage.
1: Is that Google? If you can, if you can take Google as a as a thing mm. and just imagine an entity, imagine just a smart dude with a big head that represents Google. Yeah, he just ends up in the metaverse. Yeah. You're just walking down the street. Hey, there's Google. And you're like, yeah, hey, what Google. Up, Goog? What's up, man? Yeah. And you tell me this, and he's just listening. Siri's just listening to what people want. It's just yep. like, that's all it is. And yeah. You're just like,
0: yeah. Yeah, so ask the universe. If you say out loud right now, I wish I had $5 for that Patreon. It's going to show up. <laughs> it's going to show up. It's going to show up this week. Thanks, Simulation. This week. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's it, man. Cool. Yeah, so we're in it. We're living it. But make the most of it. That's all I can say.
1: Yeah. It doesn't excuse you if you live in a matrix yeah, simulation don't be an asshole. for being a good
0: person. Right, right. Well, you can. You can if you want. You're still going to be treated like an asshole. Well, you know? Cause and effect.
1: There's still right. cause and effect. Right. right.
0: Yeah. Um, so, I don't know.
1: This has been a really interesting episode. It's a really fascinating subject. Haven't seen the new matrix, but I've seen all the other ones uh, multiple times. Yeah. I love simulation theory. I think you should highly recommend... Simulation Hypothesis which is a great book. I highly recommend that you read it. Mm-hmm. I do think that we are reaching a simulation point. Caveat, I also agree that if we are, it's because we've been in a simulation right. forever. Yeah. And we don't really know the real world because we've never lived
0: within it. We've always been in a simulation. Right. But the world's what you make it. Make it real, kids. Yeah. So that's, uh, a, that's True story. Real world. <laughs> Ninety-five. <laughs>
1: That's it for me, man. All Anything right. else, Shane? That's it. That's been fun, man. This yeah. has been uh, Conspiracy Beer Me. I'm still Justin Scranton. I'm Shane Smith. Peace. Peace.